might be time to switch back to the OG OBS. Uh, but we're live because I clicked the wrong button. I love it. You did it again. You son of a bitch, he did it again. Uh, I did it to myself, though, this time. That's okay. Really, you know what? I look way better in Streamlabs than I do on Riverside. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 347 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and as always, I am joined with the one and only. A one and only and kind of befuddled king of paintball. Mostly because the show started unannounced while I'm trying to do my kingly duties here and attend to my royal duties. And I tried. It's okay. It's okay because tonight we're gonna we're, hey, we have a topic tonight, which is cool. Maybe we'll get more than sixty seconds into video. Wait. <laughs> yes. One, the webcam is working. Two, um, we have a topic. Why am I getting an echo? Ah, uh, I got nothing for you, homie. We're both wearing headphones. So why do I hear a slight echo? Fuck. Titty sprinkles. Titty sprinkles. Nothing on your end. Okay. Whatever, it's fine. You know, whatever it is. Greg Bailey's in the chat. What's happening, my man? Hey, what's Um, up, Rhino? So the, uh, yeah, topic for tonight is going to be basically the idea of if a paintball game can be too hardcore. I've experienced some particularly hardcore events in my time. And uh, some of them worked out really well. Some of them didn't so much. Also, by the way, I'm talking slightly lower than I normally do simply because we have an unpaid intern in the office uh, who is, is sleeping under sleeping. his desk. <laughs> yeah, he's sleeping, and I'm trying not to wake him. Uh, I'm also going to keep glancing because the intern tries to sneak out. And uh, we have to shuffle him back into his office. Yeah, so. because, you know, interns don't want to be paid, right? Like, <laughs> fuck that. I'm getting the hell out of here. Get back in your cage, you little bastard. Uh, basically, yeah, that. So I'm uh, I'm doing my best uh, to kind of, you know, run the show and keep the intern in line. So uh, anyways. You know what um, I'm doing, Rhino. Don't, don't lie to yourself. Right. What you doing down there? Well, I'm not touching my wiener because it's not that big so (laughs) one can hope so on that uh you know on that strange note we can always thank our fantastic sponsors uh defcon paintball and remember to use that fantastic promo code big daddy g to get 10 percent off on just about everything everything. and if it isn't it's probably for a good reason and if uh, big daddy g says no then fuck am i gonna do about it like nothing right cause... what big daddy g says no big daddy g means no no means no with big daddy g uh we've also got the rip kings who once again stopped in to visit me the rip king himself dropped off some goodies um hang on here let's just uh, <laughs> uh that's not great. the goodie he dropped off but he did drop off no. some, some fun for me some uh, some supplies um and of course our home my love my god our sponsor moncton paintball because i just can't wait to get back out there and shoot at people yeah just speaking of shooting people mm-hmm. uh real quick before we go on to the next people uh the location and uh, the defcon indoor field i think is shut down i i don't think it reopened i'm not a hundred percent confident but i don't think it reopened um something to check into though i don't know if it survived 
Oh. COVID. Um, but on to, so we have Damn you COVID. <clears throat> one field that did survive COVID very well. What the, the uh, glorious field Moncton paintball, home of Meghill paintball, our home, where the heart is, uh, actually where your home is. My home is it's technically an hour and a half away, but I trap that disc because that field is so good. So go check them out. They're the uh, honestly, I'm going to say they are the one of the one. best fields. I don't know. They Ooh. are a phenomenal field. No, you know what? I guess okay. Sorry, There's... I keep. I, 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 Hey, we're honest with our sponsors, but I will tell you that of anything I played in New Brunswick, there's none better. It's true, none better. Okay, it's um, yeah. They they run a good event. They run a great field. They've got really nice facilities. I mean, the only thing they're missing, and they're working on it, is indoor plumbing for uh, for field use. Yep. And I hey, like, listen, uh, hang on here now. Um, let's see, SNL doesn't have indoor paint plumbing. PRZ doesn't have indoor plumbing. Nope. Commando didn't have indoor plumbing that I can recall. So let's let's say that indoor plumbing is not a necessity in your outdoor paintball field experience. No, but we witnessed it at uh, uh, Mr. Hugo's field. Dude, Hugo's Hugo's got the jam though. Like that's <laughs> right? Those and so, those bathrooms were they, they were like executive bogs that you see when you rent one out here. Like someone spends big money to get a nice bathroom. Hugo's like, fuck it, it's not that bad. They're okay. I walked in, I'm like, I have never seen such a clean bathroom at a paintball field. And that's not right? a dig at anybody, so, but I have I've I've had to use the belt trick in the woods sometimes back in my younger days. <laughs> and so uh, we're gonna say that in Atlanta, Canada, they are the number one field. Multi paintball say. is the number one field in Atlanta, Canada. You need to go play there. Uh, if you're planning on coming down to the Maritimes, honestly, everything in the Maritimes is not that far from everything else in the Maritimes. So you really don't have an excuse not to go play. So go check them out. I really, really recommend it. Chris Bailey in the in Chris Bailey. Wow. No, that's another guy. Chris Struck in the chat reminding us once again, two years ago, the show was good. And we had Big Daddy G on. And we'll have Big Daddy G on again soon. I, I hope so. I hope so. If anything, we'll have... just to get him to look and go is wrong with where do you find these people bradley right. like yeah i'm yeah. fine the man keeps making passes at me he's never even seen me it's making me uncomfortable um on top of that too um then you know sorry i keep losing my train of thought because i keep i have like half my brain is watching for the intern nah, um, don't worry about that oh chris struck his buddy speedball field has a bathroom with a shower um, is it a single box shower or if it's a communal shower? Because fuck you otherwise. I'm not getting... Mm -mm. Nope. I think it's single box. He talked about it before. I'm pretty sure it's like... It's like uh, it's a that little like unit. Kind that's of awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty dope, right? That's pretty dope. Uh, speaking of dope, Rip Kings, fantastic sponsor of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, that was the most obvious way to transition that. I thought... It's very nice. I thought so. That was very right. well done. Very well yeah. done. Yeah. So we've got, yeah. So you got uh, <coughs> the boys, uh, the fellows over at Rip Kings, who are the ones who can hook you up with uh, whatever you need Glass. to consume marijuana. Fantastic tobacco products. Wait, we're in Canada. That's right. Marijuana. Yeah, we're Canadian. We can say whatever um, we want. <laughs> uh, and you can even call the Rip King and they take orders because my friend is uh, a sensible businessman and nice. 
you want his product and he wants to sell his product so let's all just go haha business Um, hell yeah hell yeah so now we get to get on with a topic that is kind of funny because this isn't going to be an entertaining one for me this this is going to be a fun one so we're talking about uh hardcore scenario paint paintball games i'm not talking about like intense competitive games i'm talking the kind of scenario where they're trying to make it super hardcore tactical military simulation or it's just heavily inspired by uh something or another and it's just they they make it so that it's like damn boys like we're one step away from throwing the paintballs at each other at this point like you you've limited the gear um oh god for example uh i'll give you a, so i played an event um uh, snake eater phenomenal event it was a great event it was awesome um we're talking like this is the kind of event where they gave us 60 acres of land there were 60 or 70 players. So you've got almost an acre of space per person. It's a lot of land. You can get, you can hide an acre of land really well. Uh, it was mag-fed only. First strikes encouraged. So first strikes weren't mandatory, but it was kind of like, do you want to shoot first strikes? No? Then you probably shouldn't come to this event. Um, that sounds like a great event. It was phenomenal, man. It was so good. Uh, the idea behind it was that we had uh, team captains. So you got a, a captain in charge of a team of like 30 or 40 people. That's about it. Maybe 30, between 30 and 40. I forget how many people exactly. Then you got your co-captain. And then you got little squads that break down. Uh, Greg Bailey's given us play-by-play on World Juniors because it's World Juniors tonight. It's a gold medal game. Yes, that's right. Uh, and Halifax. 1-0 hockey. Uh, 1-0 for Canada. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, buddy. Uh, so this game was, yeah, like hardcore meg fed only, um, first strikes, anyways, lots of land. And the idea behind it was that like, um, it was hardcore in the sense that you were only allowed to carry so many mags. You were only allowed, like you really only were shooting first strikes. There was so few people. Um, there was no big massive firefights. It was always kind of like two versus three, three versus four kind of sized fights, little squads, right? Because the teams had objectives to get completed. These objectives though, were really not that complicated, which is what I really enjoyed about it. It was very like capture base A by the 25 minute mark of the game. Simple. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds nice and simple. Right? That doesn't well, that that sounds yeah, actually it was, fun. Yeah, and they they would have a ref sitting at that location with a timer, right? And whatever flag was raised at the time the that the timer went off, boom, they got the point. Cool, I like it. Right? Sounds it sounds um, easy peasy to me. Yeah, some of the other objectives were collect um, packets of paper, like in, like intel, that okay, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't really know where it was. It was you knew that they were in the bases, but they weren't. Um, you weren't told which bases they were in, so you kind of just had to keep an eye out for them, and then hope that you got them all gathered together. Oh, like when we almost stumbled over the uh, the objective at PRZ. Yeah, it exactly. Was fucking like we were right there by the like it's it was in the boat, and we were what ten feet from the boat. Just didn't think to look in the boat. Yeah, no one looked in the boat. Um, what was cool about that part too is they added a note that was like, and this was a very honor system because when you have this much land and this few players, 
the refs can't really keep an eye on everything. This is a very honor system game. If you're going there to play, you're not going there to cheat. If you're going there to cheat, right. you're a dick, and I think less of you as a human being. Yeah. Um, like with tangent, um, like the whole cheating and paintball thing that we went off on, and uh, and and it, accepting that it's part of the sport annoys the ever living bejesus out of me. But I've come to the conclusion, my own, and this is how I'm going to justify it. That in hockey, we allow people to beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's accepted. It, it's, and it's also, uh, they'll plan on it too, where the coach will say, I need a goon to go beat up this particular player on this particular team to, to ruin their offensive or their defensive. And if you've got like, a guy who is good at it, then it's part of the game. I now no longer I, I i don't do it because i'm not good enough i'm not one i'm not good enough to have to cheat and <laughs> i know it's a weird statement but we've all played enough paintball that we understand the expression <laughs> we all understand mm-hmm. what i'm saying there so okay okay all right so there's my there's my two cents on that that just it just occurred yeah. to me i'm like fuck right so this game ran really well at the end of the day it was phenomenal. It was hot as balls because it was September in North Carolina, and it was 35 degrees and 110 percent humidity. Uh, like I could have, if I took too deep of a breath, I drowned. Oh um, man, it was yeah. bad. But it was it was enjoyable. It, you know, except for the heat, it was enjoyable. Barbecue was on point, and um, of course, look where yeah, you were. Right, I know. And the moonshine was great. So the. Um, so what I really liked about that, though, was that they they limited the game to MAGFIT only, and they made the objectives difficult to achieve because of the, the layout of the field and the way the teams were set up, not because they were difficult objectives. And everything was very simple and very clear-cut. Take this point by this time. Collect these very bright manila envelopes in the middle of a forest. You know, that kind of thing. Like, it was very simple stuff to follow. Yeah. If you got hit, if your gun got hit, if your backpack got hit, you were out. That's it. You were done. Go to respawn, which is about a mile and a half away. Okay, that might be a little discouraging. They they occasionally had a dude going around with a side-by-side, picking up anybody walking towards the spawn, (laughs) picking them up and driving them off. Hey man, that's a class deal. It was. That's a class. Uh, so, that's a class act. Um. So it was. It was great. It was. It was really well done. Um. To contrast that, we had an event that uh, Chris Struck in the comment is asking. He's like, "Is that the event with the crack house Airbnb?" No. Um. That Airbnb was actually pretty decent. They were angry that we uh, didn't uh, wash the dishes and take the garbage out to the curb but whatever um you fucking monster i paid you 195 dollars a night you could take the, we put the we anyways we put the garbage in the bags we tied up the bags we just didn't take them to the curb and they gave us a bad rating anyways this event was operation end war hosted at copperopolis california okay okay meg fed only Okay. First strikes encouraged. That kind of event. Okay. 
when you lead the, with the expression that kind of event, I'm already like my butthole is puckering for what is about to happen. <laughs> like whatever's uh, about to happen isn't gonna be good. It's cold in California, Josh Estrada. It, it's probably cold for the Californians. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gatekeep being cold, right? But. I mean, it's not that cold here either. Let's let's be honest here. It's what uh, today was a little chilly. Yesterday was nice. Yesterday was balmy. Oh, homie, it's like minus three. It's it's just beautiful out there. This is still oh, t is... this is still t-shirt weather there, by. No, like it was two... cold here in Fredericton. Oh, I'm like t uh, you got to like minus five here. It's yeah. so the California event. Mm -hmm. uh, the objectives were uh, difficult. Because one, it wasn't just that the, it was very. There was a lot of rules. Um, Were there too many rules? Yeah. So there was two teams, obviously. You had your team captains, and then you had your. Uh, there was no co-captains or anyone below the team captain. Um, there was your standard objectives like capturing capturing a flag, right? Mm -hmm, Taking mm -hmm. a flag, and, and I think it was like every fifteen minutes they were checking. So you gain points for that. That's fine. That's classic. I like that. There was objectives like find a particular item and bring it back to your spawn or to your team captain. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was fine. The downside to that was is that the objective they had as find was a 120-530-pound crate of wood. <laughs> Yeah, it took two of us <laughs> to carry it, and we could barely carry it. Now, I don't know if it might gear. Have, in full fucking gear, in masks, in California, in a fucking desert, in a copper mine. Oh my god, every bit of this is just getting worse and worse and worse. So, we're carrying this fucking thing up the hill. It is awkward, because there's only one handle on either side, and the handle is not conducive to, like two-handed holding it's a very narrow handle mm -mm. Nope, nope and nope. it was positioned in such a way that like you had to hold your arm straight out otherwise you were kicking your shins off of a very sharp piece of wood oh. um so they built a wooden box this thing was huge it must have been i mean it was huge in the case that it was probably like two feet by five feet or something like that it was fairly it was long it was wide yeah and it was filled to the brim with gold bricks quote unquote yeah, gold bricks. Real gold bricks. Have been, yeah, I'd have been fucking gone. Real gold bricks. Yeah, fuck well, later. Yeah. Bye. Two by fours painted gold, cut into pieces, and just stacked in such a way that it was. I might as well have been trying to carry. Fuck, I don't know. Four by. So I probably should have been trying to carry eighteen two by fours. That's. That's how much wood was in, was in this like box. I was like, what the fuck is this? Boy. So we carried that. That's we carried great. That. That's great. I love and it. And then they would have mini games during the event in where it was like you had to get X number of people from wherever they were to this other position to then have this like tiny hardcore little game happen that the outcome of that game would either give or take away something from your team based on the the way it worked out and Often it would just be like 
the refs would just randomly like come over the radio and just look like to the captains and just be like, you need two people down over here in the next 45 seconds or you forfeit this little match. And it's like, uh, uh, okay, let me run the three quarters of a mile to where this thing is happening. Like, no, no, somebody's, someone's, someone's being told to eat a big old, big old pile of ass there. Right. So no, I I guess if you got like, listen, if you've got Nico, you just light a firecracker behind you. Sure. Uh, You know, you make that happen. That the hardest part was just like it was there was so much going on and everything was supposed to impact everything else. So like if this number of flags was captured by the end of this point, then you got this bonus to your team. And then if you captured this mini game, then you got this point thing at the end of the next match. Uh, And then they started adding things in. Like if you're shot in the gun, you can use your sidearm. If you are hit, you don't have to call yourself out. You have to stand there and yell for a medic, for a medic to run to you, to tie a white bandage around your arm. And then you're back into the game. Mm -hmm. After you have the white bandage on, if you're hit, you're again out. then you're out um and it was just like okay one why why not just out <laughs> like well i it's... mean i can tell you i walked out onto the s um the field and in, in just outside of the halifax field there with the lads hypersports mm-hmm. and i was playing like one shot out and i walked out and i was getting clipped by their by their lads who knew every inch of that field and I would walk on, get shot, immediately turn around and walk right back off. Well, about after the third time of that, that's not fun. So I understand mm-hmm. why they're doing that, but you're now overcomplicating rules. It, that was the thing. It was just it seemed a little too much. The, the, it is. the adding on the and the other thing too is like if uh, if it hit your if you hit your gun, the gun was out, but you weren't, which is fine. Yeah, I guess. Well, we've used that. We've used that rule. We've used that rule. I might actually remove that rule from the CMC because it complicates things. It complicated one call, and we still just need to fucking find a way to sort that out. And we can put that yeah. to our monkeys out in the field, out in, out, out, out in Paintballia, that they can tell us how to sort that problem out reasonably mm. because you sound like you're like getting ready to rub your one out there. I can hear you rubbing your hands. It's when you hear the little pump go... <laughs> see again i don't have i don't have video right i'm not watching this i can't stand my face and my double chins so i i never have it on but i can hear shit and it's just like oh that's that's an upsetting sound <laughs> the uh so but where things were getting really shady too was like it would if the, the guy was like uh had his gun slinged on his back and it hit the gun and he's like he's like well i'm not out and i'm like bro I was like, I get it that it hit your gun, but that would have been center of your back if the gun wasn't slinged over your back. Like, just walk off, bro. Just walk. Just take the walk, yeah. You know? Um, Some people don't like taking that walk, baby. You know that. That's just it. Some people just don't like taking that walk. Um, so there was that. And then uh, the complex, like, point system where it was just, it was, uh, you know, if you had this point, you got bonus points for this, that, and the other thing. It just wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't run very smoothly either. It wasn't run very well. Uh, again, I, I can't. I wasn't there, so I can't fault so. it. But 
Well, it was it was the event that uh, at the end of it, near the end, uh, they told our team captain that they had to deliberately lose the game, otherwise the storyline wouldn't work out for the next event that they were holding in three months. Yeah, I, I remember that. And when we said, well, we're just going to win, they said, we're just going to say you lost. Like, or you could write a different storyline. Yeah, I would be, there'd be graves getting shit on in that right. in that fucking neighborhood so Dubai. um and then it, with some with some other games that had like some interesting mechanics that didn't quite work out um playing at events that had uh, played one event where the uh the, the generals which i was one of them uh was given a map of the field and mm-hmm. we were told that uh we were allowed to occasionally call in airstrikes yep I was like, okay, cool. I've seen airstrikes go sideways before. <laughs> well, I, I called in. I was like, let's try this out. So I jumped on the radio, and I was like, I want an airstrike on coordinates, da-da-da-da-da. And they were like, okay, cool. And what that was is that was a ref walking out into the field and then screaming, airstrike. <laughs> Except everybody learned that when a ref is walking towards you, you fucking sprint. <laughs> so the airstrikes became completely fucking useless yeah the ref comes out everyone starts sprinting away that's funny i understand the concept of using them the way d-day does to 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 keep the game moving because oh. nobody likes getting spawn camped um, oh man i swear i swear on this moment if it happens again where a team is getting slammed like that i'm switching and i'm immediately just gonna go hunting for fucking nightmare I don't fucking care. It was fun as hell. I got my taste of it. But next year, if our teams went whooping the shit out of them and they're not having fun, I want to go on the other side because I watched a bunch of videos from PRZ in that hallway. And had they just had a big stupid <laughs> tank that walk in there and start screaming, I think we could, I feel like we could have assaulted those yeah. positions. A couple, if we had had like Rhino and a couple of those boys, we would have walked right through that. You know what you need? We're gonna we're gonna go on a tangent here. Uh oh. Uh, what did I start? You okay? You're the king of paintball, mm. right? So self-proclaimed, but we we, we it, it, aren't it, all kings though. Yeah. And then they just held on to it for a long time. Yep. Yep. Okay. Granted. Granted. Okay. Your marker can be run one-handed. Which one? Which one are we talking? Whichever, I don't know. Which one would you use at Operation Honey Badger? Oh, I, I'm going to use Smoochie with the box mag. That's going to be my heavy. That's going to be my heavy MG. Okay, so get a sling so that you can support the weight on your body, and fire away. You, sir, you need a shield with the king's crest. Ah, I, I, I don't like running shields. There's too many fields around that are real shitty about it and oh just for honey badger and that not, and it's not a regular thing just for honey badger and we make it ornamental oh jesus that would be i mean i would definitely be well yeah because i could just and you and here's the thing man you bring it out it's like it's like uh it's like a like cartoon character level logic here what happens is like you play your day and you're going you're having a blast right and then you see that your boys your that that the men in the king's court are stuck and you just show up you just come walking up behind them and out of nowhere you've produced this massive roman style shield i'm talking like almost as tall as you and that big bow in it and you just go follow the king just like 
and then you just start walking down the hallway like that's <laughs> that's fucked oh i mean i don't i don't care about getting shot and i'm gonna walk in there anyways again i'm picturing that dude see if i that guy had had a bigger shield in the hallway of death he wouldn't have got drop kicked he'd have had his shoulder into it and buddy would have just slammed into a wall i don't know if they would have i don't know if he would allow that that's a big fucking shield and i'm I'm a big boy, boy, dude. Like I, I need a big shield here. Like we, we're gonna talk to Adam. And we're gonna be like Adam, Adam. I'm just be like, no. Can, can we use this once? In the and event, then, in the event of, of of fuckery in the hallway of death, we request to pull out this giant, this just giant royal tactical shield. It's gonna be the last Operation Honey Badger. <laughs> a clown car, dude. Estrada, if I had a minivan, I would have been fucking driving that thing around. If I had a go-kart or something, I'd been ripping around there like a fucking nutbag. We, uh, we did do minivan uh, drive-bys. I saw that damn thing going by, and I was just like, I would see it, and I'm like, yeah. what is he doing? And I was getting all nervous because I didn't know if someone was going to roll up and, and, and start just... We, uh, yeah, we did that one year, which was it was just kind of cool. We did like... Uh, there, was a, there was a ref drive in the car. Fully masked up. Everybody's masked up. And uh, yeah, we had boys like in the in the van, and we like rolled up on a spot, and like the doors slid open, and the back kicked open, and we were just like, bah, 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 bah. it was great. <laughs> the only downside is everybody saw the bright fucking blue van. Yeah. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as the doors go <laughs> chunk and start to open, just everybody open fires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was stupid. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's just so. it. I would see that van driving by, and all I could picture was Matt Sauvageau jumping out of the back of that thing and being like, "All right, you're all gonna get fucked now." And I was like, "No." This fucking minigun. Um, dude is one of the like dozen guys that are legit bigger than me. In full tack gear, he is a large lad, and yep. um, very walk softly, carry big stick kind of guy oh. too. He's so calm when he speaks. Yeah. But I've never, that's the yeah, that's where I want to be is standing next to him and watch him go buck wild. I would I love to see him. I've never seen him go buck wild. I've seen, uh, him, I can't imagine I've seen him wander in with his juggernaut costume and his four barreled ion. <laughs> four barreled ion. I was hoping yeah. he was going to come out. Oh, is that the intern? Is that the cat? No, that was the neighbors. What the fuck are they doing? Oh, is that the guy who can't handle his weed in the basement and just coughs yeah. like a fucking animal? Please yeah, tell me that. Loves, yeah, he also loves playing like, uh, like South American like hip hop, and it's like very bass heavy, and it's coming through my floor. <laughs> what so you need I'm to do with... is go downstairs and ask him to put on some Los Lobos. Just, just, just Google Los Lobos. Do yourself a favor, everybody, if you got five seconds, and hit your Spotify playlist, find them. And uh, you'll you'll find something on there. I'm sure you recognize. If okay. you've been into if you've been into any Mexican cantina that has a white guy within a hundred miles or hundred <laughs> yards of the front fucking door, you've heard this music. Okay, this is generic, like oh, they're, they're stereotypical. Well, I mean, they're Mexican, so yeah. But I mean, it's like it, that's the music used when oh god, yeah, when you want to make when a white person gotcha. when a white person opens a taco place, that's what it is. Okay, okay. I'll check it out. No, they uh, they they've been playing the music really loudly, and I, you know what I'm in school for. 
and I've been allegedly looking at my laptop and thinking, I have the tools I need yeah. to stop this. Yeah, no. There's an ethical dilemma there. There's Holy a legal sh- dilemma there. <laughs> Wait, hold on here now. Uh, Rhino, did the, we had that hallway the whole time, didn't we? Uh, no, we lost the hallway of death for a point. Yeah, but we had it before that, and we had it after that. Like they only oh, yeah. took it. They only took it the one time. Yeah, they took it, and then Tango got pissed and said, "Go get it." <clears throat> oh, that's when we ran. That's when we all ran in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what that's what yeah. Ryan was talking about. I so remember that. Saying, for for the tenth and final Operation Honey Badger, we're gonna get permission to run a big fuck you shield one time. I remember the dude doing it at command uh, at uh, commando. He had the four by eight sheet of uh, plywood, two big fucking two by fours, and had his arm hooked through it. <laughs> I do remember Tango saying, "Go take it back." Now that you say, it, Rhino, yeah, because that's when we were walking through the building, just chatting away, and I kept calling him Bailey, and he's like, "You know, my name's Rhino, right?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah." <laughs> okay, cool, Rhino, got it. Yeah, uh, I forgot that we had lost it the second time, but I do remember Tango being like, "Go in there and fucking get my hallway back," and I'm like, "Okie dokie," and we okay, just okay, okie doke, and we just turned around and walked back in there and kicked the piss out of them. Yeah. Oh man! So back to hardcore games. Okay. No, no. Segue, segue, segue. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm practicing getting us back on track. You're doing good, by the way. Because I'm terrible for taking us off track. Um. But yeah, so the idea of, of the hardcore game. So yeah, so I've played some good hardcore games. I've played some not so good hardcore games. Um, so the question of like, do I think scenario paintball games can be too hardcore? I think there is a limit. There is a point where you're no longer playing paintball so much as it's almost like... Um, I'm trying to right, find the right... like. That's what Airsoft guys do. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that in a they... derogatory way. I'm saying that as a matter of factly. Yeah, but I think even they don't play that. Like it's, I think at the end of the day for them, it's still you got hit, you're out. Like I don't think they complicate those rules. Oh. It's just I feel like some of the uh, some of the the little features and the add-ons, and I love it when I, when an event organizer or a field tries something new because you never know what'll work and you don't know what won't work. And the only reason we know it doesn't work is because you tried it. You know Somebody, what I mean? Like that's yeah. Right? Somebody so, tried it, and either it works or it don't work. That's right. That's very true. So no shame for anybody who tries something and it didn't work out. That's that's oh, just the way life works. Fuck no. You know we don't kink shame. No, we don't kink shame. So, um, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm inclined to think that like if you want to do a hardcore game, which I would love to play another really good proper like hardcore paintball game is it would need to be like make it difficult because of the terrain and maybe the team size and the team build up rather than making super convoluted and complicated rules and, and objectives mm-hmm. you know um, I found that honey badgers uh, objectives were like uh, honey badger is not a hardcore game by any stretch of the imagination it is no. it is an amalgamation it is a gathering of megfed players who want to play a cool field you know but some of the objectives seemed a little too difficult only because we didn't know what we were doing or looking for 
A little bit, yeah. We, uh, I had Perfect. never, I had never seen the place, so again, I was kind of useless for that stuff. That feels like that is for the generals and those hardcore like scenario guys who want to do that stuff, and for the rest of us nutbags who just want to follow and shoot. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like that. I think that's really cool. Um, I can't imagine doing that job. I'd be a terrible general. I would be, I would be an absolutely terrible general. I would never want to do it. Um, I would gladly fucking be a squad leader and take one fucking squad, a small one and be like, all right, you, you five motherfuckers, you're with me and we go in and we do the job, but I'm not a, I'm not a good leader. (laughs) I'm definitely, I'm definitely a shoot first and then shoot again and then maybe ask questions after I'm done shooting. But otherwise, oh, Josh, you're a sweet boy. If you don't <laughs> cough, you don't get off, baby. Endless Legends <laughs> at OXCC in Maryland. Yeah. What yeah, is the weirdest legend. shit you have ever seen on no, the field? No, what's the weirdest shield? Shield. <laughs> I said shit. I'm like, what's the weirdest shit I've seen on a field? Well, my friend, let me tell uh, you. I saw a 300-plus man, pound, man wearing uh, a... Uh, Borat uh, body thong. You know what? A thick boy, that's a thick boy with confidence. Oh, that's this man was is. like six foot ten. Like, he was, if he wasn't seven foot tall, he was just shy. Like, this man was like Andre the Giant level. That's a man. Very, that's a large lad. That's a large yeah, lad. And he was, uh, and, and uh, you won't be surprised to find out that he was paintball Mirabelle. <laughs> no. You would not be far too long to figure out uh, who the large man is from Quebec. It does not matter where you are. We will. They will come out. We will. The, the French will come out. Yeah. Tab- the Tabalnecks will come out. And mm-hmm. You're good to go. I, I, I've never played a hardcore game like that, so I can't imagine it. Um, I'd love to try it, but again, people who take themselves too seriously on in paintball. I've got a friend who doesn't want to. Play. He's a. Uh, he's gonna get smacked by the firearms regulations he's going to lose like half of his uh his gun collection because he's he's pissed but he also discovered that airsoft is super cheap and doesn't hurt super cheap compared to real guns and uh and doesn't hurt as much as paintball so when i told him this he's just like okay well i'm gonna go buy a few i'm gonna sell my guns and i'm gonna go get some airsoft stuff i said cool i'm looking kind of a couple things i'm like fuck i'll go play with you you know if it gets you out and helps you out and he goes, no, no, don't worry about it. He goes, I'm used to buying real guns. And he said, I just looked at the prices and I'm laughing at you fuckers. So, like, yeah, we're, don't worry about it. We're going to go airsofting. I'm like, I mean, if he's selling a real gun to buy an airsoft gun, that's 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 a that's a one to three ratio there. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wants something hyper-realistic. He's totally down with it. Um, I keep saying, come play paintball. He says he's not down to get – he's seen the welts I've come home with. I said, you're bony. You won't get as many. He just laughed at me. So uh, I'm like, okay, more power to you. So, so those guys I find take it seriously. Um, yeah. Again, extremists anywhere. Um, True. I, I, get, I thought all the, the, all the cosplay at uh, PRZ was some of the funniest shit I'd ever seen. There were some that really... Was, yeah. <clears throat> we, um... There were some cool costumes. There were some cool costumes for sure. Uh, experiencing some of the cosplayers, not, I'm not going to call them cosplayers. They were LARPers, and I'm not using that as a derogatory term. I literally mean they were live action role playing. 
these are the guys that like these teams rolled up with matching combats matching masks matching guns matching everything it was a little bit intense and uh the way they talked to, to each other and the way they, they they worked as a unit was like it was some some top-notch teamwork but it was very like it was it was uh i grew up on an army base and these guys sounded more like they were uh mimicking saving private ryan than they were like actual military like the way they talked and it was just like it was like guys you're so close but I, you're just you're kind of too hardcore you kind of took it a you know what I mean? Like, you're just, just dial it back. You're just too hardcore. Just dial it back a bit. Um, they also got stomped regularly uh, because they were playing hardcore Milsim paintball, which is fine, but all it takes is one dumb motherfucker like myself to not play hardcore Milsim paintball and to start snap shooting and moving on you like a speedballer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only did that to one dude in Magfed, and he no, got but that's real paintball, right? He like, got real just... salty at me. He had every reason <clears throat> to be, but uh, you know what I mean. Like, now, those... there's a question: is that is that bad form? It was okay. I was pushing in. I was past the fifty. I was definitely in their end, but he was sitting on his ass, and I just ran around and bunkered him like we were fucking like uh-huh. we were we were running in through Snake. Right, so is he is he taking the hardcore Milsim aspect of the scenario too far and forgetting that he's playing paintball? I I think I think that's kind of what it was because he was or, one of, yeah. Or or on the other hand, did you and I? Because I did it on separate events. I, we've done it at the same time, but we've also done it in separate games where we kind of looked at it and went, okay, cool, uh huh, that's the mission, great, uh huh, yep, bye. And you just sprint off into the distance and you just go fuck some stuff up and then you get shot and then you come back and respawn and then you go fuck some more stuff up. Um, so are we, are we, um, is that the equivalent of, is that like the equivalent of like joining a super hardcore Arma 3 server and just playing Call of Duty? Ah. You know what I mean? Like, are we breaking form? Are we, are we not playing by the appropriate etiquette? Yeah, are we breaking etiquette? I guess is what it would be. Um, I think I have broken MagFed etiquette on many Every occasion. I won't say okay. <laughs> if but, we're using your first encounter at CMC with me, then yes, bright, I, I just mean nowadays my bright yellow crown. Yeah, boom, instant break of MagFed etiquette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right, so. I I am I am the anti the anti mag fed player where I still want to play. I don't want to say an anti hero because I'm not I don't have that kind of an ego. I do, but I'm I'm not putting myself in that league. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm I, I'm <laughs> I find they do definitely get irritated with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they definitely they definitely get annoyed with me. I think I mean, it's I, all I, fun. That's and that's the end, right? At the end of the day, I had fun. Right, so I went and had fun. Did you, if if they didn't have fun, is it is it my responsibility to ensure that they have fun? No. By you know what I mean. That's it. Right. So it's not. We've been through that on the field. Mm-hmm. It's not my job, unless it's my job, 
it's not my job to make sure rentals have fun. But by Christ and Sonny Jesus, it does ha- make my life a lot easier when they do. Yes. Brother Darren. Darren Clark. They might, but we don't. I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. Uh, people that I irritate. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I irritate a lot of people. I don't think I irritate Darren. No, Brother. I don't think many things irritate Darren. Darren seems like a very chill individual. All three of those lads are the three chillest dudes in paintball. And uh, I, they are. I dare say they are three of my favorite maritime magfed players because they, they always make me smile. There's no, no end of shit talk coming from that truck. Brother, brother Punisher's always got it for me. Ah, game designer's job to make the game fun. There it is. Yes. Now, okay, devil's Mm. advocate. Please, if the game designer has set out to make a very hardcore military simulation style mag fed game and we show up hooting and hollering as we do uh is that is that kind of like we're just we're just not we're just in the wrong place um did we just decide to go to the wrong game okay I counter with you have to go the first time to find out that that's the wrong game or the wrong field. You've got to know right, the field. Absolutely. You got to know the group you're playing with. That's like D and D. That's the thing is like in the back of my mind, I keep feeling like when these games get too hardcore, they almost become like a D and D game. I like, I think I'm going to guess Darren can correct me. Um, if the game, the game designer has to have at least in mind that some of his players are going to go off script. Oh, 100%. You'd have to assume it. The story <laughs> almost lighting to... a bonfire in the corner. <laughs> the, 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 um, the, the story should almost be written assuming that there will be off script. You never, I... never, never underestimate the ingenuity of somebody who's been told how to do something but decide not to. You know what I mean? Put LARP in the name or stop whining. I love Darren for this. This is fantastic. Why did we lose signal? Because Darren's here, and this is the perfect person to have here to have a comment on this. Keep rolling. We'll keep rolling. We're gonna keep when it's rolling, live. Rolling, 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 anything rolling, rolling, can rolling, rolling, happen. Rolling, 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 sorry, um, it's okay. It's okay, Limp Biscuit. It's okay. <laughs> um, I am not that white. I am white, but I am not Limp Biscuit white. Anyways. Um, <laughs> It's it is like a D and D game because it's the DM's job to make sure. Yes, he has a story he wants to tell, but he has to remember that not everybody's going to follow that path. So mm. you have to at least have something in your pocket, um, to bank out for it. So the objective scenario is the win condition. No, Darren, don't stop. No, 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 uh. no, 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 no. We don't want you to stop. We're coming to the end of the show. Don't Sorry. stop. Don't stop, Darren. Don't stop. Don't stop him now. He's having such a good time. He's ready to ball. Wait. That's you got something there, buddy. Nah. Got we could we could write a song. Mm. Um, mm. I wrote a, I wrote a punk song all about breakfast one time. Oh dear uh, God! At Yo. like three o'clock in the morning, drunk. It was great. I still remember part of it. Uh, it's always been my problem. I can never yeah, remember the bit. Yeah, it's based on a cancer bat song. It's based on pneumonia hawk. Oh, nice. You're yeah. absolutely yeah, absolutely. We're gonna be there, Rhino. Hundred percent, baby. I'm come hell or high water. Go, yeah, Rhino. We can't go into the details. 
But what I can say is you're going to have to put up with my ass on a stage again. <laughs> I don't know what my job is. It's only to be there and to show up and do as I'm bloody well told. So I'm good at that. I got three sisters, a mama and a wife. <laughs> I'm fine. We're good. We're good. So yeah, we're gonna be there for sure. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah. So it's it's uh, if they don't have LARP of some kind in the uh, in the title of, or description of the event, then they should expect rapscallions to show up and and jam square pegs into triangle holes. Raps, rapscallions. Yeah, I don't know. That word popped in. That is a great. That is a great word. I'm. I'm gonna give you double word score for, for that tonight. But you know, so we're gonna, it's it's that's those are the people that are gonna be uh, climbing through the window when the door's unlocked. You know what I mean? Like those, like that's what you gotta plan for. Um, you do it one time, one time, <laughs> right? Got my fat ass through the window. Got shot, but I got my ass through the window. I mean, yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's um. So yeah, again, it's all things in moderation, but absolutely, I love going off script, or just not paying attention to the script at all, and then just having fun, finding out on the field what's the objective, and having some poor oh. rental just look at you with these terrified. <laughs> what oh, the, you... the, the number of times I have gotten are you fucking serious looks from everybody when I roll up after making a big fucking scene because I make a scene at the staging a staging area we both tend to. Um, we're just both loud. I'm having conversations with people four tables over and, uh, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm taking a joint from the person that's five tables yeah, over and, right? and yelling. So, so we don't really listen to instructions <clears throat> so well. And I usually get mine on field from my, from my CO. Yeah. I, I, the number of times I've rolled up onto the field itself and just kind of been like show up and I'm like walking in, like I own the place and I'm like, what up motherfuckers? Uh, no, seriously. Like, what's the plan? I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, and, you know, and it's like Josh laughed at me a couple times at Moncton Paintball for the shit I was doing, forgetting what game, time. completely forgetting what game we were playing, and just walking through. I'm like, oh, we weren't playing that game. They're like, no, dude, it was this game. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, that's my fault. It just turns into a shooting spree. I took some poor kids hostage, had them terrified. It was like, oh, the game was over. They're like, yeah, the game was over. Again, I have that habit of just not hearing and chasing mm -hmm. chasing some poor bastard down. Did you chase a kid down? We had to stop you from chasing a kid down? I was four kids and I had them in the tower. <laughs> and you guys had to come and tell me the game was over because I wouldn't let them out of the tower because I couldn't hear them because <laughs> I was screaming too loud. And the damn EVS is a fucking... Echo I need... chamber. Dude, I cleaned it today. It was... The, the color that came out of that mask was not not fit for it was not I didn't take a picture because I looked at him like I'm gonna snap a picture of this and I went I'm not gonna snap a picture of this I saw a chunk of D-Day shell I was yeah, like that's just basically just broadcast to the world hey everyone look how disgusting my mask is yeah it was vile man it was nasty I'm waiting for my my, my gator mail to come in so I can so I can test it out and I'm pumped for that man I am too my neck is gonna be my chins are gonna be happy like he's <laughs> These guys are going to be happy to not look, look at this thing. He's going to be so happy he doesn't get shot. Love it. Fuck, I hate cameras for that. 
always see my look at the size. Look at the size of that thing. Like it's all neck. It's uh, but that's why I grew a beard. Mm, can't, can't do see it. it. You can't, can't see it underneath. You cheeky fuck. Um, I love the camera. I love the camera. I love the mic. I can't wait to be on stage. Oh, can't fucking wait. Can't wait. Um, so yeah. Um, what's next? What's the date next week? Next week. Let me pull up the trusty. Um, uh, my calendar. Oh, perfect. Cool. So, uh, before we go, because we're gonna we're gonna end the show here in a minute. <clears throat> yeah, they're talking about getting can. Wendy's. Estrada's chirping me because I've been smoking the whole show, and I love him I'm for probably, it. I'm, I want him. I want him to come and sample <laughs> the King's Blend because I have got some stuff that is going to knock, gonna knock everybody on their asses on D-Day. It's gonna be delicious. Beautiful. Oh can't man, wait. I can't wait to show it to Big Ben and just just get him twisted and pass it to Old Man Don. <laughs> um, so next week uh, we're going to be talking about an interesting little tidbit that popped across our feed a couple of weeks ago um, but basically we're going to be talking about the concept of why don't large companies such as I don't know HK uh, not sponsor individual players so we're going to get into that because there's a couple of holes in the 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 argument that an individual had made uh we'll talk about who that was because i screen capped everything and it's it's not so much I, i'm not we're not going to be shitting on the guy's idea or thought we're simply going to be discussing it we're going to have a conversation yeah i have no idea what he's talking about so i can't wait <laughs> don't right? tell me don't tell me i'm oh. going to be just i'm going to be like everybody else in the chat and wondering what the fuck he's talking about and if you know what he's talking about shut the fuck up <laughs> I don't want to know until shut next week. Friday. It's shut the fuck up Thursday, and I'm sorry for my language, but <laughs> I don't want to know until next week what this is, and I'm going to have so much fun with it because I'm going to forget in like 20 minutes that we had this conversation because the miracle of me. Yeah, and uh, so that's going to be next week's topic, and then the week after that is fingers crossed as long as nothing goes wrong. We're going to have the man, the legend, Ben Larson of... Regus, Reginus, we're not entirely sure how to pronounce the name of the company, that now own First Strike. Oh, that's so cool. I like Ben. He's a really, he was a really cool fella. Yeah. So we got, I'm excited. And folks, stay tuned because this year, 2023, the show is going to get good. Better? It's going to get better. Planning. Execution, <laughs> trips. Way to way to just crush that fucking bar, Burke. It's just like <laughs> we're gonna be. This show's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be better. <laughs> I know we're a little be, more. It's I've gonna happen appropriately. Like the show's gonna be good. So please stick around, <laughs> folks. If you have any topics you want discussed, we're gonna schedule things. It's gonna be great. We have a calendar now. We have a calendar now. Has a planner. I, Aw, Mr. Zach. What does Mr. Zach want? Hey, I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't know. There's a message. I'm going to go look at it. Oh. But yeah, so folks, it's been good. It's been great talking with you. It's been fantastic. I'm so happy to have everybody come here and see us tonight and, yes, and tolerate now, me. 
Uh, yeah. Most of the time, I'd love to keep chatting with everybody, but folks, we need to end the show simply so that I can go finish watching the World Juniors because Canada's taken home gold. Of course they are. That's how it is. Right. So, we love you all. We appreciate you all. Hope you all have a sexy night. And we'll see you next week. Until next week, cheers.